Welcome to The Course Consultant Show, a show dedicated to help you launch your online course with ease. Get ready to hear from successful course creators who ditched the nine to five, gained passive income on their couch, and took charge of their dreams. Here's your host, Melody Johnson, a professional online course designer and lover of all things chocolate. I'm very, very excited today because we have a very special guest, Kristen Oxiger, who's a personal friend of mine. And Kristen is a sales page copywriting strategist, and she is a launch copywriter. So she actually focuses on sales strategies that help small business owners write humanized sales copy that converts ethically, right? I love Kristen because she not only is a friend of mine, we've known each other for years and we just came across each other recently and we're like, why aren't you on this podcast? I can't wait to have her talk about all of the amazing things that she's up to. She is really great because she talks about a lot on her own Instagram page and on her website and with her clients, how one of the most critical mistakes that we make while launching is that we're failing to give generous value in our marketing content. And I think that that's really pivotal, very much so in your marketing content plan. So today, without further ado, Kristen, welcome to the Course Consultant Show. I'm so excited to have you. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Yes. Good to so see you. Absolutely. So we were friends for a while. For those of you guys who are watching, we were, went to a camp together one summer. We were hanging out. We went to the same school for mm -hmm. college. I can't believe I was checking recently. It's been four years since I graduated college. I can't believe it. I know. It's crazy. So Kristen, for those of you guys who do not, maybe people who don't know you, can you tell us a little bit more about how you got started as a sales and copywriter strategist. Yes, I'd love to. So I actually knew Melody uh, from many, many years ago when we were both kind of in different industries, which is really, really, I think a really cool thing to know. Um, and I was so hopeful that what I was gonna be doing for the rest of my life, I was gonna be in brand film. Um, and I was creating these beautiful short films for brands, kind of like commercials, promotional uh, videos. And slowly I burnt out and I kind of transitioned away from that. And when I transitioned out of that first business, I wasn't exactly sure where I would end up next. And so I just took a couple months to sit and reflect and be still. And the thing that kept coming back to me was my love of story. And I had been writing for my own brand at that point since 2012. And at this point in the game, it was 2018, so about six years later. And I decided that I wanted to jump into the copywriting world because that married my love of story with a skill that I have in writing copy. Um, but specifically, the thing that I wanted to do very differently in my business is that I see a lot of copywriters using very manipulative sales techniques. And I was personally really frustrated by all of the manipulative emails I would get from different brands. And I wanted to start a copywriting business that did things differently. So I jumped in, I started researching ethical sales, ethical persuasion, and that's how I built my business. I love that. And I think that that's really what makes you, it makes you stand out from other people. Because mm. I feel like a lot of the times people make you feel guilty for not buying, like all of a sudden, you know, this person has given so much value and, and then all of a sudden they don't make a sale and then it's, you know, 
almost like arguing with the other mm -hmm. person about why they didn't take action, making them feel guilty. And honestly, the way I approach my business is value first. And if you mm -hmm. want to go deeper, then there are some options. I present the opportunity. And if you don't take it, that's fine. If there's something else that I have, I'm always making new things. So tell me a little bit more about this ethical sales copywriting strategy. Tell me what it is and what your take on this process is for the way that you work with your clients and the way that you create your content for your own products. Totally. So just like you were saying, a lot of sales techniques that are traditional um, are really manipulative in nature and they're really psychological and the the goal behind them is to trigger specific behaviors out of people. So it's almost like it's not really persuasion. It's actually coercion. We're trying to coerce people to feel like they need our product right now and they cannot wait a single second before they purchase. And this is just too much pressure and it's not fair. And we see um, brands in every industry doing this. Some of the ones that are like one of the biggest offenders are the beauty industry, the health and the wellness industry. You see a lot of manipulation and preying on vulnerable communities in, in those industries. But that also kind of bleeds over into the online industry when we're selling courses or digital products or coaching programs. We've had a lot of, um, probably a lot of experience, not only just me, but I'm sure you've seen this too, where we see a lot of people making really pushy sales. And if we don't purchase or we're leaning towards no, they kind of bring out this thing about mindset and they're like, well, if you're not thinking that you're ready, it's just your mindset and you need to give me your money because your mindset is the problem. And that's not fair either. We're taking away the autonomy from people and we need to give them back their own wallet and let them make their own decisions. So I view sales as an invitation mm -hmm. instead of as something that's really pushy, just like you were saying. And when I work with custom clients or when cu our customers come to me for my launch sequence or sales page copy templates, we're actually trying to serve people to nurture them, warm up those leads and invite them into the sale. That doesn't mean that we're going to pressure people into the sale. They still have uh, that autonomy for themselves to make that decision, but we're giving them all the information that they need to make a wise, safe purchase. And that's exactly what we're not seeing in a lot of the traditional copy or traditional mm -hmm. marketing techniques. We see brands that refuse to give all the details up front and instead they rely on emotional persuasion. And that's just, I think, backwards. When I go to the store and I'm looking for a new Dyson vacuum, I want to read the box. I want to see what's included. I want to see how that vacuum functions. I need to know if it's going to help me with my like pets shedding or if it's designed for wet spills or only dry spills, I need to know those details so I feel safe. And I just think that if we help our consumer feel safe, they're gonna be more likely to purchase. That's all we have to do. We don't have to emotionally badger them to purchase if they feel safe. Absolutely, and I think that like you were saying, just setting up the opportunity to invite people will help people see, hey, this person is personable, I want, to answer your questions. This is not about 
I'm up here, you're down here, I'm going to help the little people. It's, hey, you know what? I have gone through this process before. If you find this helpful, I want to share with you an additional way to work with me or an additional way to actually take the next step. Actually, this is a process that I do when I was taking one-on-one clients. So I was actually creating a way so that when people were booking discovery calls with me, I would actually tell them, hey, you know what? I'm going to share with you as much value as I can in this call. And if we're not a good fit, that's okay. I'm going to share with you some other people that might be a better fit for you. And honestly, I want you to get the most out of this call so that you know that this is a a good decision for you. And most Mm -hmm. of the time people would say, wow, I feel like I learned so much just from this call. I feel like I would really want to learn more because I feel like when other people have approached me either through emails or through traditional marketing methods, it's always about push the sale. But my thing is if you stress the relationship and Mm -hmm. having that relationship and making those connections, people are, are emailing me in my inbox. And like, for instance, I had a client or not a client. It was actually somebody on my email list and she's super sweet. She said, thank you so much for sending this email. You're one of the only people that I like opening your emails. And she was like, Hey, you know what? I I'm just getting ready for going on maternity leave. I love reading your emails. It's so much fun. I feel like we could be friends in real life. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is why I'm doing what I'm doing because I'm showing up in other people's lives in their inbox. And if they decide to work with me, that's great. And like I said, if they don't, that's okay too. Maybe it's not the right offer. Maybe it's a different thing that I need to create. And that's what's so organic about this method and through organic, you know, marketing methods and through different ways that you're channeling this invitation to say, hey, I'm here with you. I would like you to learn more about some of the things that I'm doing. If that sounds good, here's some more info. Yep, Love it. Exactly. Yes. Okay. So tell us a little bit more about your process. How do you get somebody to take that journey and that invitation? Walk us through your step-by-step process and you can talk a little bit more about your product if you like. Okay. Um, so let me just kind of take you behind the scenes of some humanized sales psychology for a second. When we're writing sales copy and we want to persuade someone to purchase. We have to, we don't need to kind of get in our heads about it. We don't have to make it more complicated than it has to be. We actually just need to think like a consumer because we are consumers. We buy things all the time. We go to the store, we check out with things in our cart, plus a lot of other things we don't need at Target. Target. Um, <laughs> and yeah, we love Target. And we, no one has to convince us to buy something we want. And so a lot of marketers spend time trying to make people want stuff. And I think that instead of focusing our energy over there, what if we just share what we have to offer and share it really openly, transparently, and let people who want it come to us? That's the difference between what I do and what a lot of other people do. That's going to help you stop spinning your wheels all the time on a treadmill where you're just exhausting yourself trying to make people think you're worthy. And the thing is, we're already worthy. Our offers are already amazing in most cases. Um, And the right people will see that, but they're not going to see it if you withhold information. So what I like to do is I think of it in two parts. You need some vulnerable storytelling, uh, but it doesn't need to be emotionally codependent where it's just this heavy dump of almost like ice water over somebody's head. We don't want to just like bombard them with just this glib, sad, emotional content that makes them feel bad or worse than they already do. We don't need to make someone feel worse in order to want to work with us. Because when we do that, we invite people with victim mentalities 
to work with us and they're not our ideal client anyway. You want to invite people in with joy. And so what we need to do is empathize, but not dump. Okay. So that's like the difference in the kind of storytelling content that you're going to want to write from a humanized standpoint. But we also need to pay a lot of attention to the practical details of our offer. We need to share those openly and transparently without hiding anything. So we need to talk about the valuable inclusions. We need to talk about what our offer actually is. Sometimes we're so excited to talk about our offer that we don't explain it. We don't even, people don't know what it is, what it includes, what it contains. They don't have any context. So we need to be able to give more context by demonstrating the value of our inclusions in a really compelling, enticing way, but getting kind of to the point. Be pretty practical about it. Make a beautiful bullet point list of what's included, what it looks like, and how it's going to benefit people. And then one of the most common mistakes that we see on sales pages, service pages, website pages in general, is withholding price details from our consumers. And the weird thing is that doesn't happen on a car lot. And we give salesmen at a car dealership, we give them such a bad rap. We think they're so shady, but at least they tell us the price, right? But on a lot of entrepreneurs' websites, we suddenly freeze up and we freak out and we're like, oh, I can't share the price or I'll turn them away. And that is something I think that's kind of unique to our industry. I, there's not a lot of industries that do that. You can go to Target, you can see the price right on the sticker. And so the price is something that people do need to know so they can make that wise decision for themselves. Because the truth is, if you're out of their budget, you're out of their budget and that's okay. The right people with the right amount of money will want to pay you if the offer is right for them. But we don't need to waste time trying to emotionally manipulate people who are not the right fit by hiding details, trying to trigger their behaviors by dumping ice water all over them. We don't need to waste time over there. Those people aren't ready for us. Maybe one day they will be. But right now we need to focus on serving the people who are ready. And you mm -hmm. do that by giving them information. Absolutely. And I think that I want to go back to how does this pertain to the learning process and the stages, right? So, you know, for those people who are just tuning in, I have a master's degree in instructional design. I spent several years teaching in corporate America and then also inside of a traditional classroom for k through, uh, well, preschool through kindergarten. And so when I have helped people from the digital marketing standpoint, I think that some progression of information is important to consider. So for instance, there's something called the trans theoretical model of change. And so in that model, what you find is that people are at different stages of motivation. And so if you're focusing so much on the pre-contemplative, meaning they're not even aware, they're not, they're product unaware, or problem unaware. They're, yep. They don't even know that this is a problem, right? So mm -hmm. if instead of trying to tell these people, hey, you know, this could do this for you, blah, 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 you know, all this energy. And then all of a sudden people are like, hmm, hmm. It just flops, right? Like the offer flops, the sales copywriting flops. But what if instead, just like what you were saying, Kristen, we focus mm -hmm. on those people who are, hey, I know that this is a problem. They're problem aware. They're just product unaware. And so mm -hmm. if we focus on that and we focus and lean into, here's the problems that I know you're facing. How do we do that? We do that through market research, through having organic conversations with people. If you're a service-based business owner and you're converting your thoughts and your mindset into this product, I want you to actually take into account and factor in the frequently asked questions that you get. And then you want 
just brain dump it, just get it all out there. You know, what's the question you get all the time? What are some things that you've seen out there on Facebook groups where your ideal client or customer actually resides? If you're inside of the goodie bag, I, and that's sorry, that's Elizabeth Goddard's goodie bag. There is a free course that I'm sharing free plus 80 courses that talks all about inside my five day course creation challenge, how you can take somebody from, Hey, I am problem aware, but I'm pro mm -hmm. product unaware and getting them to the next step, right? Cause you're helping people who maybe are on the fence of purchasing. They're looking, looking for an answer. And your product is the solution. If you put and invest the right effort and right focus, on getting the right content in there that resonates with your audience. So love what you're sharing. Very, very good. Um, let's talk a little bit more about you, what you're doing now. What is it that you're doing now with your clients? I'd love to know more about that and share with my audience as well. What do you do? And also, do you have any other products that you are currently creating or have created about this specific method that you're talking about? Yes. Oh, I would love to share. So right now I work with people in one of two ways. There are certain clients who do not have the time to write their copy themselves for their website, email sequences, sales pages. Um, and so what I do for them is I provide custom copy services and that is a lot of fun. I love the clients I work with. I frequently work with coaches, people who have mastermind programs or digital courses. Um, super love that. That's been so much fun. But something I'm super passionate about is making sales copy strategy more accessible. And so I've been developing different sales copy strategy templates for sale so that if you can't afford custom work yet, or you really do enjoy writing things yourself, or maybe you hired a team member to write your content for you, you can at least invest in the strategy so that you know your content is more likely to convert. So in my strategy shop, and I have that on my website. It's goingultraviolet.com slash shop. I have a handful of templates, but I just released one that I am so excited about. And I literally just uh, opened it up for beta in October. And it's my sales page template and tutorials kit. Basically, I hacked the teachable system and I created uh, a way for people to understand how to write sales pages from top to bottom understand the sales psychology behind one of the most persuasive pieces of a website, but really easy to mess up. Uh, but I created this beautiful template kit that includes my expert templates that I use with my custom clients. Every single custom client I work with, we use the same strategy. So this kit has that strategy. It has over 18 tutorial videos for every single section so that you can draft with confidence and I am so stoked to continue adding like bonuses and great tutorials that are great and complementary to the actual drafting itself. So that's something I'm super pumped about. And again, that works really well for coaches, people with programs, maybe group programs or one-on-one -on -one programs, online courses, and digital products. So I'm really pumped about that. And you can find that at goingultraviolet.com shop. That is amazing. Amazing. And I can't tell you how many times I want to share with people about sales pages and I don't, yeah. I don't really have resources related to sales pages. I just tell people about other things that have yeah. helped me with sales page copywriting, but I love what you going back to what you were saying previously about 
being upfront. I think one of the main things that people can need to consider is what are the benefits that your audience will get as part of mm-hmm. understanding this content, right? Because uh, I come from the the, uh, the mindset that people are just looking for what's in it for them, right? What's the benefits? Mm-hmm. You know, if somebody is trying to focus on, hey, you know, I need to get to X goal. There is a lot of obstacles in my way. How yeah. do I get there, right? How do I get to that next step? You know, how do I take the next step in my business journey? You can say, I help a lot of small business owners. And so what you want to do is actually just share specifically what your offer will do, not mm-hmm. what it is, right? So you want to share yeah. what it is, but you also want to share what it does, right? So I will mm-hmm. teach you how to use Instagram to grow your following so you can make a connection with potential prospects, right? So I'm not personally going to do that, but um, that's an example as I'm barely on Instagram. Kristen, your Instagram is amazing, by the way. Oh, thanks. (laughs) I'm so bad at Instagram. It's just, it's awful. Um, So I think that it's so important, like you said, to be upfront. And I love what you're saying about why are we trying to hide what our pricing is when it's really... Uh, not going to help the the customer and it's not going to help you. I think yep. that if you set up a way, especially when you're it's specifically for products, if you make that process up front, are you tacking on sales tax right at the end and people don't know about it? What's your checkout process look like? Mm-hmm. I personally, 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 highly recommend don't have to use it, but I love using Thrivecart. Thrivecart is my go-to cart checkout platform software. Is it an investment? Yes, but guess what? I use it personally and I only recommend stuff that I love. And I've this year, not even joking, I've made over a thousand percent return on investment and on that wow. purchase. Yes, on that purchase with Thrivecart for that cart checkout software. Why? Why is it important? People are abandoning their carts and it's people who actually would benefit from it. So you want to make it easy for them, right? You want to like, just like you were saying, Kristen, make it so that people mm-hmm. who are problem aware are looking for the solution, are there and you make it easy on them, right? And you're doing it in a way that you're presenting logical information mm-hmm. and then you're not being manipulative like you're saying. You're sharing with them, hey, by the way, here's this information, go ahead and do that. I did this recently with um, one of my uh, partners uh, and we co-collaborated on a, uh, a planner and this was amazing. They had an amazing response. People were purchasing it left and right one page, right? It just was a super clear offer, super clear offer, one cart checkout software. It was amazing. So needless to say, Kristen, people want to know all about this sales strategy that you're talking about, your copywriting methods. Mm -hmm. How do people find more out about your, your products? We, We have that linked in there, but how do people find out how to follow you, what you're up to in your world? Let's learn all about Kristen. What is she up to? How do we find out about you? (laughs) Well, first of all, I would love to be friends on Instagram. I really love connecting with like-minded entrepreneurs in the digital product space, the course space, coaching space. I'm connected to a lot of those people over on Instagram and you can find me at going ultraviolet or, um, you can find me on my website, going ultraviolet.com. And you can see all my social media links there too, if that's easier for you. But I, love. My, my goal is always to provide the most generous value that I can because I don't want to be a feed that you follow for pretty stuff that doesn't help you. 
I want my stuff that I'm sharing in my posts, in my stories, in my feed itself to really impart value to you and help serve you as you are writing content for your audience. And specifically, I'm trying to connect with people who are also really frustrated by the manipulative marketing strategies that they've either been taught or they've been exposed to. And I want to show you that there's a different way. So humanized sales psychology is kind of like, I feel like a new wave of thinking. But if you're interested in learning more about what that looks like, please come over on Instagram. Please check out the stuff that I've written. Really, all there is to it is just thinking like a human. It's so easy that it's almost common sense. And when you start picking it up, it's going to be easier to write content that feels good to you, but also feels really good to your customers. I love it. Yes. Do what makes you light up. And Kristen is an example of that. Go check out her Instagram page. She's super active there and does an amazing job sharing great tips and value. Check out her shop. Go ahead and take a look at it. And uh, by the way, Kristen, I'm so excited about all the things that you're doing. I can't wait to see what 2021 holds for you and for for us today. So fingers crossed, it'll be way better than 2020. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, awesome. Well, thank you so much, Kristen. I'm going to go ahead and wrap up our show. For those of you guys who are watching, take a comment down below with hashtag replay. If you're listening to the podcast show, I would absolutely love it. If you left a review, tell me how you're feeling, what you like about this show. Go ahead and share it with a friend. I would love to know what you're up to. Make sure that you go ahead and subscribe by joining me at thecourseconsultant.com. I do have free content, including my course creator starter outline. And for those of you guys who are watching the Facebook Live, I would absolutely invite you to my Christmas goodie bag party, which I'm hosting alongside my good friend, Elizabeth Goddard. 85 plus courses for free. Take a peek, grab the bundle. And then if you're interested in learning more about sales strategies, I do have a workshop that I'm hosting. It's just $100 along with 40 plus premium goodie bags, including summits, workshops, turning into courses, monetizing with podcasting, and you get my systematic funnels workshop just included in there. It's so good. Seriously, I am freaking out about how great it is. It's really great. So go ahead and check it out. If you have questions, honestly, if you don't want it, that's totally fine. Just take a look and see if it's for you. 